Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Do you know how old school subscribing to a podcast is? <laughs> and I say that because of three factors that hit me in the face recently. Two happened yesterday and one happened earlier in the week. The one that happened yesterday that really sparked this whole thing was the last one. I was chatting with a young woman. She's in her early 20s. We got on the topic of podcasting. How is it important? But she mentioned to me, oh my gosh, I love podcasting. And I'm not making fun of her voice. She was just very excited when she learned about this. She was very excited. She loves to listen to podcasts all the time, she says. When my mom, she lives in San Diego. And when, when I drive out there to see her, I listen to podcasts the whole time. When I drive around here, listen to podcasts. It's podcasts, you know, and, and also lots of music as well. But she loved listening to podcasts, she says. So I asked the obvious question, which shows, do you listen to? She says, oh, and she couldn't name one, which, is, which isn't all that unusual. I mean, I have 167 shows in my subscription list. It's, not, it's hard for me to come up with you know, something new, even though I've got all that. But as I probed a little bit deeper, she tells me that she doesn't subscribe to podcasts. She just finds podcasts that seem interesting to her at that moment in time. And she listens to some of the podcasts, some of the same podcasts, she did give me a few names afterwards, that she'll listen to periodically, but she doesn't subscribe. Now you know, I know, that in many of those podcasts, they, she has heard the message, subscribe on, but she doesn't do that. She just listens kind of in an on-demand mode. Second thing that happened that brought this really forefront to mind is I was speaking with a um, more mature woman, let's say, recently, about this very show that she's known about since episode number one. And this person happens to be a podcaster. Guess what? She doesn't subscribe either. And not just to this show. She doesn't subscribe to any podcasts. Just like the mid to early 20s woman, this more mature woman also listens in a very on-demand. She sees things flying by on Facebook or Twitter or other things that look interesting to her, and she'll then listen. Or she'll go and find something for a longer drive, and that's how she will listen to and consume content. She listens to a lot of live content because she is of the era, as is I am of the era, of appointment-based consumption. So when a show is live, like when this show is live, she catches it when she can. She's heard me say every single week about where the where she can go get the rest of them. She knows about it. She understands subscribing, but she chooses not to. 
And the third thing that hit me in the face with this was the announcement, I think it was yesterday, coming out of an NAB, that's the uh, big broadcasting convention happening that's gathered tens of thousands of people in Las Vegas right now. Some report that came out that all podcasters went, come on. Survey of a bunch of people who said that 70% of them, or some crazy number like that, use YouTube as their podcast discovery engine. And then they use Spotify. And then, finally, in last place, was Apple slash iTunes. And of course, podcasters immediately poo-pooed and said, no, that can't be true. YouTube, we've looked at our stats, and that's not where you that's not where views are coming from, blah, 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 blah. And and we're right. But rather than arguing the point, it kind of brought home to me the fact that we have this huge influx of new listeners coming, and even old listeners who are coming, whose subscriptions aren't what they're looking for. It's a different way to consume it. When you couple that with the fact that Google is now in the background, transcribing content that they hear in a podcast just for search discovery. They're not displaying these transcripts, but they're searching through the words that are actually said, making a transcript so that when someone searches on a topic, they can discover that. That's a big change. Yesterday, Apple made a big change to where, and it's not completely set in stone yet because we've seen some variation this morning, now these old iTunes listings are now Apple Podcast listings, and they have web pages, and they're being discovered. They're being indexed, which just means people who are looking for something to listen to, who are searching for something to listen to, are going to go do something other than subscribe. And that's weird. I understand that it's weird. Don't get me wrong. I totally get the total strangeness of this. But that's what's happening. Now, clearly, we still want people to subscribe. And I think, at least a part of me wants to think, that as these people become more regular consumers of podcasting content, they will eventually see the benefit of clicking that subscribe button. Maybe. I want to believe that. But I also believe that there's always going to be this top-of-the-funnel flood of people coming in who are not going to subscribe. Maybe that's a content thing. Maybe the content every single week or every single day or whenever the show comes out is too much for regular casual listeners. In fact, I think that's the case. As I, as I, as I walk through this in my brain and I say, what do we do about this problem? Well, I'm realizing it's not a problem. It's a reality, and we deal with that reality. You could work very hard to make sure that your show is compelling and wonderful so that everybody who listens to it once wants to subscribe, but come on! Reality? They're not going to. So I think it behooves ourselves to think beyond subscribers. Assume that 99% of the people who listen to your episode, to listen to an episode of your show, are not going to subscribe. You're going to get that person once, and they're going to be gone. Think individual page on a blog that looked interesting. Why would I subscribe to the blog? Same thing. Why would I subscribe to the podcast? You can work really hard to make your content more compelling, but I think a better way to adapt to this reality is make sure that you're continuing to publish everywhere. 
Make sure that when your episodes are available, it's not just your feed that matters and those that are subscribed to your feed, but you're making it available in a variety of ways so that, and I hate to say that, the shotgun style approach kind of has to reach some of those people. You need to publish it on social channels, clearly. You need to get other people talking about your content. You need to make sure that the world knows that you have a new episode available. And make sure that it's discoverable. Make sure that it's indexable. Make sure all of those things are there because this growing wave of podcast consumers aren't really subscribers. And maybe they never were. Hard to say. I think we just need to understand that not everyone's going to subscribe. And the smartest thing we can possibly do is make sure that the content is available wherever. If they're, dis if they're discovering content on YouTube, then put your content on YouTube. It's very simple. If they're discovering in social channels, put your content in social channels. And they are. So do all of those things because you want your content to reach the maximum number of ears possible. Now, if you're a business and you need some help with this, with your podcast, or you're thinking about podcasting and you need a pro in your corner, I would love for you to get in touch with me because this is what I do. That's my full-time job is helping businesses put their podcast out and get it reached by the widest audience possible. Give me an email, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to get a list of all the services that my firm currently offers our clients. That's it for the week. See you on Monday for another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.